Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. Hey, Rick. Hey, we've got a really easy one for you today. Okay. And this question revolves around the issue of women in ministry. What is the role of women in ministry? Well, I love the way you asked it, and I will answer that very simply. Uh, the role of women in ministry is to employ their gifts, which they have received from God, uh, as servants of others in a way that brings glory to the manifold grace of God, consistent with His Word and to God's glory. Well, I'm not going to let you off that easy. Specifically, <laughs> it's the same as well, men. We want to talk about women elders, women teachers, yeah. pastors, shepherd. Let's talk about those. Well, now things. we're going to get into some other questions. Is is every role available to women in ministry? Let me just start by just saying this to you. Uh, when we're talking about the roles of men and women, we're not talking about value. We're not talking about ability. But we are talking about how God has created us. God created us male and female. And so we are to raise our young boys to be men, fathers, dads, leaders in the church. We are to raise young women to be godly women, our young girls to be godly women, godly mothers, godly leaders in the church, consistent with everything that Scripture would say about women. I don't need to learn how to be a good mom. I shouldn't teach my little girls how to be a good dad. And we don't need to teach women how to be godly men. We need to teach women how to be godly women. The scriptures are very specific about what godly women should do. Let me just read it to you. In Titus, okay, uh, chapter 2, it says, uh, Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, not enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. And then it goes on to say, likewise, teach young men to be sensible. Okay? So what specifically the role of a godly woman is, is to teach women to be godly women. Um, the, the role of a woman is not to be a man. And there are different roles that God gives men to be a father, as an example, to be elders in a church that he doesn't give to women. There are certain roles that God gives to women that he doesn't give to men. A lot of guys get in trouble because they spend a lot of time teaching women, especially in a one-on-one -on -one context. It doesn't go well with them when they do that. But from an issue of dignity and value, uh, the scriptures are exceedingly clear. In Galatians chapter 3, Paul says, there, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free man, neither male nor female, for you're all one in Jesus Christ. That's talking about redemption. That's talking about reconciliation to God. It's talking about our value as individuals. People get in trouble with this because they believe if you don't do a certain thing, you're not as valuable as somebody else who does another thing. Paul addresses that in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 12. He says, look, just talking about men in general, some men are servants, some are teachers, uh, some men are deacons, some men are elders. If the elder acts like he's a bigger deal than the deacon, if the mouth acts like he's a bigger deal than the hand, you've got an ungodly church and um, people that are not led well. Look, I famously said when I was talking about this um, in a, an entire message, which I'm sure we'll link in the show notes, that, that because of the way that certain men had led, if I was a woman, I would take my bar off, grab my pitchfork, and storm the castle with them. Because the way some men have led has been uh, misogynist, you know, it's been hateful towards women, it's been out of insecurity, it's been oppressive, it's been uh, self-exalting, and look, that's not the way godly men lead. Okay, godly men lead the way Christ led. It's servant male leadership, okay? The scripture talks about how we do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, consider others as more important than ourselves. Don't merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. When you find women that are led that way by men, 
they don't have a hard time. So as elders of this church, we are constantly going to women and saying, we need your help. What's a woman's perspective on this? In the same way that I do as a husband, I've got the right, if you will, to lead my house. But if I'm going to lead my house biblically, I'm not going to do it by talking down to my wife, demeaning my wife, um, or being uh, condescending. I'm going to lead with her. But there is clear roles. Let me just say this, too. People that have a hard time with roles have a hard time with the Trinity. Um, The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3, I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man, that man is the head of a woman, and God, the Father, is the head of Christ. Okay. Now, if you believe that God is the head of Christ because he's more valuable than Jesus or because uh, Jesus is somehow inferior to the Father, you are a heretic. Okay. Um, what we're talking about there in 1 Corinthians 11.3 is order and maybe even in function, but not in dignity, equality, and value, but in terms of role. And men need to know that their role is not their rank. Okay. And that the responsibility in their role as a leader is to not be oppressive, but to serve those that they are shepherds over. Good stuff. So more specifically, yeah. like on a Sunday morning, yeah. would, it, would it be appropriate for a woman to teach on a Sunday morning gathering? Well, again, this is what Paul says in 1 Timothy chapter 2. He says, I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. And I'm going to even give you another little thing. He says, but to remain quiet. So does that mean women can't speak? Let me answer that by telling you what that first quiet, that word quiet means. First of all, you cannot violate that principle in 1 Timothy chapter 2. So if her doing that is allowing a woman to do what the scripture says is not her role to do, then you shouldn't do it. And there's lots of discussion about whether or not that happens, okay? We believe it would be a violation, okay? But that doesn't mean that women can't teach the way they should teach is consistent with Titus chapter 2. Okay, when it talks about the role of an elder, it says that a man should be a husband of one wife in, in Titus 1 and 1 Timothy 3. Um, but this idea of a woman should remain quiet, does that mean they should never speak? No. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 again, Paul tells us to pray for kings and all those who are in authority so that we might leave quiet and tranquil lives, or I think it actually says tranquil and quiet lives. If we are leading as we should as men, women are going to have no problem fulfilling everything that God's called them to. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're a woman and you're underneath godless leadership, you need to step up and you need to call those men to account and you need to help those men be what God calls them to be. See also Deborah with Barak, okay? But it is a sign of godless male leadership that women can't remain quiet. Okay, and that's why women, frankly, have had a hard time in our culture because men have not led women well. So it's incumbent upon us as men to be servant leaders who honor women, give value to women, and dignity to women. What I cannot do is give a woman the ability to be something that God did not create her to be. I can't let a little girl be a daddy, and I should not try and make a little girl be an elder because God said that's not your role, and your role is valuable. Play your role to the glory of God. Employ your gift in serving one another, consistent with Scripture, to the glory of God. And may I never act like God loves me more than you or I'm more necessary to the furtherance of the kingdom than you because I'm a daddy and you're a mom. Well, thanks so much. Listen, if you have any questions or comments about anything we talked about today, feel free to send those into the email address at the bottom of your screen. You can access our show notes on our website or our YouTube channel. We'll put links to the sermon Todd mentioned, Good. other books and resources, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.